Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. At Midwest IT Support Help Desk, we believe that technology should support and enhance your organization's success, not constrain it. With our wide range of best-in-class services, we provide customized solutions that fit your unique IT needs. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Midwest IT Support Help Desk is always available, providing your organization with professional remote help desk support services you need. Midwest IT Support Help Desk will solve your technology issues day or night. Our IT staff ensures that your network and computers are up to date and ready for operation on a daily basis. Don't wait until problems occur. Let our organization solve them with our monitoring software, giving you the peace of mind you need. Let us do the worrying for you. Enabling your workforce with top-notch technologies isn't just important, but imperative for business success. This customizable solution allows your team to work seamlessly and collaboratively in a protected space. No matter what IT services you need, Midwest IT Support Help Desk will be there to support you every step of the way. Midwest IT Support Help Desk. We are committed to excelling at our job so you can focus on doing yours. Please visit www.midwestitsupport.com for more information or shoot us an email at helpdesk at midwestitsupport.com. Give us a call, 765 239 
Shamanana from the earthquake country. I can make the earth shake. About to bring it back like the 89 earthquake. Going past on me, I'ma catch it like crab tree. Who got the kush? Cause the smoker gotta have tree. And pass the joint, cause the player gotta have mo. I split a blunt down the middle like spray go. A quarterback don't bullet like Kaepernick. And take a poodle out the game like Alex Smith. Red and gold, that's the color of the realest. Staying on my toes, call me Patrick Willis. We back up in it. It's my team winning. I'm the comeback kid. All I need is one minute. We winning like the 80s. It's a Super Bowl city. Fit and take another ring home. Super Bowl city. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got red and gold in my cup. The Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than us? What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another day <clears throat> right here on your morning cup of sports on RadioAFS.com. Man, it's an, it is the end of the week. Thank God it is Friday. I've got one more day, and then I am on vacation. I cannot wait. Uh, you already know, like I said before, this is your morning cup of sports with Farmer and B. Evans. Farmer's not here today, and uh, we're not even getting into where he's at. Never mind. I'm not doing that again. I learned my lesson last week. Uh, and if you guys didn't check that out, then you should definitely do so. Um, make sure you guys check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you guys be able to check our previous shows, find our previous shows and stuff there. And uh, you'll see what I was talking about with learning my lesson, and which actually ties into guests that we're going to have on here in a little bit. But um, anyways, you already know it's, it's way too late for this shit, man. You all know I work third shift. And uh, so we're going to have some fun with this. Big T's going to be calling in here in a little bit. You, If you don't know who that is, he is the host of the Extreme Sports Show right here on Radio AFS as well, Sunday night. But um, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We are live every Monday through Friday, 630 uh, on the West Coast, 930 on the East Coast. And uh, anytime at this, anytime on any day we are live, you guys can call in. Feel free to do so. That number is 646 646- Six six eight eight four six seven. Definitely call us in. We want to hear from you, and uh, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Unless it's them gay ass cowboys, we ain't doing that nonsense. But uh, so Big T's gonna be calling in here in a little bit. For those of you who are tuning in for your first time, I have a bet going with Big T from the Extreme Sports Show. He's a big, uh, I guess you could say he's he's pretty much a diehard Redskins fan. I'm a diehard Niners fan, and. Uh, Big T and I have this bet going on of the team that's going to have the better record at the end of the season. Now, I told him, told him time and time again that the Niners are going to end with a better record than the Skins. Well, he didn't believe me and said it was going to be the other way around. So I got creative and was like, let's make a bet. He says, okay, let's do it. What do you got? I was like, well, the record, the winning record at the end of the season, the loser has to get the winning team logo tattooed on their ass with the host of the winning show, the winning the winning host of the of the team that wins this record. We have to get his name says was right tattooed right above it. So when the 49ers have a better record at the end of the season than the Redskins, you're gonna see Big T live on Facebook getting that tattoo on his ass with that beautiful red and gold SF for the 49ers. 
and it's going to say, B. Evans was right. Right above it, it's going to be beautiful. Not his ass, but getting the tattoo. Watching that video is going to be great. I think this is him actually calling in now. So we're going to go ahead and find out. Good morning on your morning cup of sports. What's going on? Good morning. Now, uh-huh. What's up, big guy? I walk into a conversation about my ass. <laughs> well, I uh waiting on you to call. You know, I was I was waiting on you to get into the studio. You know, Farmer's not here right now. And uh I was I was well, informing well, all of our Well he at now. Oh in, I, what, no, in, I learned I, in Germany. Nope. Nope. I said it last I said it a little bit ago. I learned my lesson last week. Farmer ain't nowhere. He might be asleep. <laughs> but that's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> Hell no. But uh <laughs> So, and if, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, if this is your first time listening to the show, if you check out our Facebook page, you scroll down a little bit or just click on that video section. When we make a bet here on the sports show, you have 24 hours to get a confirmation video live on your sports page about the bet itself. And it's it, it's just as good here here on the uh, we we are an internet broadcasting station, so you know we got people from all around the nation, all around the world. So your confirmation video is as good as a handshake. Well, I didn't get my video up in time, and Big T was gracious enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to let you, you know, automatically forfeit your chance on this bet. I'm going to let you go ahead. I'm going to let you stay in this bet, but I need something from you. And I said, okay, what is it? He said, I need a video. Well, he wanted a video. He had to set the stipulations for it. And unfortunately, thanks to my co-host, because I'm always <laughs> messing with him, I ended up in Walmart parking lot in a dress looking for someone to crack three eggs over my head. Thank you for that, Big T. You're welcome. I'm, I'm gracious <laughs> enough to, you know, to do it. I'm proud but you know what? If, oh, you better be, because that's all you're getting, because... <laughs> If that's what it if wearing a dress and getting three eggs cracked over my head out in public is what it took for me to stay into this bet so I can see in a few short months, watch you live on your page, getting that tattoo on that ass cheek, it's all worth it. I have no problem standing in a dress, hell I'd do it again. Because <laughs> you're just I'm telling you, at the end of this season. You're going to have my name tattooed on your ass with a 49er logo right underneath it, baby. But didn't, but didn't you go last weekend, you go to, went and see them live, and you didn't, it didn't do nothing to you? Like, okay, you know what, scared you just, or you, you saw something that you think they're going to win. How many wins do you, you think y'all would get? What, nine, ten wins? Man, uh, you know, I, I was actually looking that up uh, yesterday. I seen an article about that. It was a lot of uh, different predictions on the end of the season, and there's a lot of eight. There was eight and eight, ten and six. You know, nine and five. Um, mm-hmm. I think I seen one prediction of an eleven and four. Um, but, or uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you know what I meant. Eleven and five. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, uh, I mean, really. I don't want to give out a prediction until the – I really don't want to give out a prediction for, you know, at least for a few weeks after the regular season starts just because, I mean, you know, that's where you're going to find out what your team's going to do and what they're looking like. Um, 
based on preseason, a lot of teams. How many times? I mean, look, we see that with the Cleveland Browns. You know, mm-hmm. you, you base your you base a, you take a guess on the on their preseason. You think they're winning the Super Bowl every year, but yeah, exactly. You know, it, it just don't work out like that. And so I'd say in a few weeks, week three, week four, I could give you, I, I could pretty much tell you what I think they're gonna do. And yeah. you know, but watching a lot, reading through a lot of uh, predictions from a lot of uh, a lot of people around, you know, that that are pretty much. I mean, they're pretty accurate. You know what I mean? And they're saying yeah. a lot of them are calling for a lot of them are calling for that ten and six, eleven and five season, or well, ten and six, and then the nine and seven. Um, I don't see. I don't know, man. I, I don't see them making an eleven and you know eleven and five. They've got. I mean, they do have a, a decently tough schedule, so. I guess we'll see what happens. I look but, for, uh, I'm hoping that eight and eight for y'all. Now you know oh. one thing we did not. I, I was I'm gonna ask. I was gonna ask you about yours, but I just realized I was gonna ask you about the Redskins. But I just realized something. What? 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 What are we gonna do? How? How? I mean, is this just gonna be a clean bet? Done and over with. If we tie, what if we tie? We didn't come up with a deal on that one. There was no stipulation made on a tie. Well, if we tie, we just tie. I can't. We can't. What can we do though? We can't. We can't do nothing if a tie. So nobody. Loses. Right. We can't. We can't have so, a tie. I mean, the only thing we could do, yeah. the only thing we could do on a tiebreaker, is if both teams don't make the postseason, and we were to pick. You know, if we were to like try and pick the Super Bowl winner or some shit, you know, but okay. even then, you know, you know, postseason's like a whole different level. You know, it, it just gets crazy at that point. Yeah. But so, I don't know, man. Think, we'll, we'll think, think Jimmy G is that good enough to uh, be the next Tom Brady, though? Uh, I think it's a little too early to say the next Tom Brady. Um, now, I mean, we've uh, we seen what he did last year. You know, we've seen them last four yeah. games of the season. He come out and he kicked some ass. The problem with yeah. that, though, is, I mean, yeah, he, he did great. But that's the last four seasons, five, last four games of the season. So, I guess you got to look at it like how, what's he going to do all season long? How's he going to yeah. play come week seven, week eight? You know, is he going to be burnt out? Cause, I mean, yeah, you know, I think he sat on that. He sat on the bench for so long. He's he probably just overly joyed and excited and full of energy to get out and play. And I mean, for all we know, this guy could have like, you know, a really short stamina. So, mm-hmm. what if he's only good for six, seven games? You know, we need somebody mm-hmm. going to push us through the last, you know, the whole season, not just half. Yeah, true, very so, true. And kind of, and you know, kind of fragile. Kind of. Right. You know, he gave Right. So, like I said, man, it's it's hard to – it's really hard to say where Jimmy G is going to end up, Um, you know, season-wise, where where he's going to take the Niners. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to go based off the preseason game that I went and watched with the Indianapolis Colts, honestly, I'm going to have to go with – 
uh, Nick Mullen or C.J. Beathard. You know what I mean? I mean, he didn't do mm-hmm. shit that game. But it's preseason, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I mean, you know I was pumped about it last year when, you know, when he was out, I was talking about it on the show. And I was like, man, this dude is amazing, you know? And he did. He was amazing. Let's hope that he can carry that drive into a full season. True, very true. Because that's the problem that we have with a lot of backup quarterbacks. And, we, you know, I was talking about this last night at work. A lot of backup quarterbacks that are behind someone like Tom Brady, Brett Favre, you know, somebody like that, you you, you don't know how they're going to play until they finally get that chance, which comes from yeah. injuries, uh, retirement, trading, which, well, they're not going to get traded if they're playing that damn good. But, uh, or, uh, you know, in, in Tom Brady's case, suspension, you know, but um, it's, you get that rare, you get that select few that's a rare group of backup quarterbacks that come out of nowhere and just shine. You know, we've seen it in Steve Young, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and then, you know, with, dude, I mean, it's just yeah, wow, sure. you know the way. The look yeah. at the way Jimmy Garoppolo played last, you know, last season. That right there makes me think, holy shit, we might have an amazing quarterback here. You know, it's kind of like those diamonds in the rough. You know, they yeah. they stay hidden. You know, they're just back there. You don't get to see them or hear from them. And then out of nowhere, they get that moment, and they do an amazing job. Look at Colin Kaepernick when Alex Smith got injured. We didn't win oh, yeah. the Super Bowl. But he finished off what Alex Smith started that season. Mm. Took us to the Super Bowl. You know, now. And, and championship game this year, the following year. Right. I mean, we went championship, yeah. Super Bowl, championship, you know. And yeah. he now a lot of people argue Kaepernick ain't shit, Kaepernick was garbage, blah, blah, blah. They were probably cheering him on the whole time he was winning the whole time he was on the team, and now we got the whole protest thing that kicked off and started, and now everybody's against him and hates him and whatever. Regardless, when it comes down to football, the guy stepped up as a backup quarterback. He stepped up, and he proved himself to the point where Alex Smith lost his starting job. Not only lost his starting job, but he got traded. They let him go to another team. They said, we don't need you. So... We see a lot of backup quarterbacks that are garbage. They come out, and they aren't shit. And then you get that rare few that come out, and it's like, holy shit, where'd this guy come from? Yeah. You know, so I'm hoping that that's going to be the case with Garoppolo because look at how long – I mean, he did sit behind Tom Brady for a while. You know, so mm-hmm. you know he learned something from him. And, yeah, Tom Brady's been caught for cheating and a bunch of other bullshit – but when it comes down to it, the guy's a damn good quarterback. Okay. So, I don't know. No, I feel you. I feel you. And I, I feel like they got that look, you know, to come back to the promised land. You got that good-looking guy. You got that, you know, he. I think he signed with the Jordan brand yesterday, if I'm mistaken, not really. Yes, um, yes, he did, which was, yeah, which was so. crazy for him. I remember reading up on that, you know, 
Well, I was reading up on it, and he was sitting there talking about, you know, he grew up in Chicago, you know, mm-hmm. and wearing, you know, he was a Chicago fan and wearing Jordans and everything. And he said it's almost, you know, it, it's it's almost surreal that he grew up being a fan, a, a Chicago fan, grew up wearing the Jordans, and now he's getting paid to wear the Jordans, you know. Yeah. And he's like, I never would have imagined myself being that guy, you know. And yeah. you look at it, last year, you know, last year he wasn't that guy. And then here he comes out of nowhere. Nobody knew who this guy was. I mean, yeah, if you paid attention close enough to the team or you were a, a Patriots fan, you knew who their backup quarterback was. If you don't know the name of your backup quarterback, then you are not a real fan. I'm sorry. But <laughs> he he comes out of nowhere, and, and nobody knew who this guy was. They're like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he just comes out and just, bam, 4-0, right off the jump. You know, yeah. Guy's got a total win record of six wins and zero losses in regular season games. You know, as a backup behind Tom Brady, so you know that guy's getting. You know that you know that guy. He's he's not getting no play time unless Tom Brady's suspended or injured. Uh, yep, exactly. Why? why so, why anyway, do Jordan don't think, why why Jordan don't think we got we need uh we can sign with Jordan Brand. We need Jordans too. We want a couple of sports show and extreme sports. We love the Western Jordan. Hit us up. <laughs> Hit us Man. up. Man, hey, we gotta take this. We gotta take this to Twitter. We gotta take this to Twitter. Hit yeah. him up. It might hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. So we talked about the Niners, and I got on my little rant about you know backup quarterbacks, which you know is it is a good it is, that is a good conversation, you know. Remembering good and bad backup quarterbacks, you know, that actually came out and shine and were a complete bust. But you asked me where I thought about the 49ers and where they're going to stand this year. I want to hear from you on your uh, Redskins that are going to lead you to the promised tattoo shop. <laughs> well, it's time to – I, and I will say this. I love my Redskins since I was five years old. I love Joe Theismann, John Riggins. Uh, people can remember Heath Schuler. I go quarterbacks, Tony Banks. Everybody didn't know. I was talking about that the other day. We were like, who is Tony Banks? Tony Banks was the starting quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens the year they won the Super Bowl that Trent Diffel took over. He went to Washington and played under Marty Schottenheim. If people don't know who Tony Banks is. Um you know, uh, Doug Williams, Art Monk, Gary Clark. Now, the problem with me is Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder is, and is I think he got the wrong. When he got Joe Gibbs back, and people won't agree with this, but I I look at this is this way: when Joe Gibbs came back, people were like, well, look at it, he's now. But Joe Gibbs established uh, a winning mindset. What Joe Gibbs went to the playoffs two years out of the four that he came back. Who no other coach done that. Uh, Gruden went to the uh, uh, playoffs one time with Kirk Cousins, and you know you know how I feel about that. I feel like Kirk Cousins don't want to be there, blase, blase. So I felt like that 
why wouldn't you just if you kept somebody with the Joe Gibbs era, like um, uh, Russ Graham was a coach, put Doug, you know, I, I feel like they they holding Doug Williams back. Why don't you go ahead and get him the GM position? I think Bruce Allen is a uh, – I think Bruce Allen needs to go out of the organization. I think people don't like him, and you hear to go look at what people talk about him. They really despise him a lot. I feel like we are a bad look for uh, that. He, he holds a lot of people back. He, he thinks about the old days. I was reading about um, – about him the other day when he would tap away the Raiders and uh, somebody else, and that his um, they always lose under him. They won the Super Bowl era one year after being with Gruden, it, it, everything went bad. I just feel like get I, if you put the Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs era was a winning era and how they thought, how they processed. You had the Hogs and things like that. Why not from that core, and you got a core of coaches now that play under Joe Gibbs, bring that family tradition. That's about the Redskins tradition, bring that tradition back to Washington. For you had that winning, that winning era. Because look at the 49ers of the 80s. Washington Redskins was right there with them. Uh, 49ers won, won three Super Bowls in the 80s, right? Two, two. Two Super Bowls in the eighties, two in the nineties. Washington won three and two in the eighties, but they was making the playoffs every year, just like the Forty ers were. And you had that winning tradition. Why not bring that winning tradition back? too? I just in, like I look at New England. It's a look. Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady now get to the Super Bowl now, almost every year, but. He's, they, it's a good look for the Patriots to get there. I always feel like it's a scandal in the NFL, and I will always feel that way, that people, that long you look good, you're going to get to the promised land. Cause I feel like the referees in the NFL do help them out on a lot of calls and stuff like that to get there. But uh, I just feel like my skins, um, I just feel like I'm looking at like a Nine to seven season. I just don't feel like they made a lot. They made the right move with Alex Smith. I agree with that, but I I just feel like they haven't got him no help. I feel like Adrian Peterson is injury prone, but we'll see. Um, he will have about one or two games, and you'll get hyped about him, but then he'll hurt. He'll get hurt. Um, hopefully, he had what about two years ago he had. Three years ago, he had a two thousand dollars, almost a two thousand uh, yard rushing season. He did have two thousand yard rushing season. Hopefully, he can do yep. that again. But he's thirty three years old, right? But we got right, to and, that, <laughs> and and that's the thing with you know Adrian Peterson. He he's he's put his body through a lot. He really has. And mm-hmm. you know running you know running backs are a tough position. And you know if you see him last. For a really long time, it's it's rare, you know. It, it really yeah. is rare to see them last for as long as. Well, he he's been in the league for how long now? Mm, well, nine years, eight nine years. It's, it's getting to it. be about that. 
Right, it's getting to be that yeah. point. But with as easily as they're making everything now in the league, you know, with with the whole with with all the different contact rules that they're changing and everything, and, mm-hmm. and the way they're making it more into, you know, flag football, it it's going to make it a little easier for him. But he is getting up there in age, and he has put his body through a lot. And I've seen him take some hits, you know. So I mean, there's only so much the man can stand, you know. So. I don't know. We'll see what's happening. But we got someone calling in right now, and I know who it is. He is live in the studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on, Farmer? What's going on, B? How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm good, brother. I'm sitting here having a good time talking to Big T and uh, just just chopping it up, man. Right on. Yeah, I had to good morning, go into baby. my real job kind of early. What's going on there, big buddy? Now, I'm glad you called in when you did, Farmer, because I was about to bring up something, and I was going to get Big T's input on it, but I'm glad you called in because I've got a button here that I've been waiting to push for a few days now, and you haven't given me a reason to yet. All right. All right, so we know Odell Beckham Jr. has recently signed to make him the highest-paid wide receiver in NFL history. Right. So... Odell Beckham Jr. takes to social media, and he's crying. Now, I'll read this. I want to read his quote here, and I'm going to tell you my thoughts, and then I want your gentleman's thoughts, too. So he goes on, he's talking about it. He says, I really feel like a zoo animal. Like, that's where life's going to take me. Uh, it's life, that's where life's gone for me. He's like, you know, you used to take your kids to go to the zoo, and we used to be like, I want to go see the lions. He said, and then you go see the lions, and they're all laid out. It's like, why aren't they doing lion stuff? He says, I got me, I got people calling me, you know, calling out to me, going, Odell, dance, like I'm some kind of show monkey or something, like I'm a puppet. Now, with that being said, my thing is, if you go out and you act unprofessional and you want to act like a clown, then it's your own damn fault that people want to see you dance because, well, that's kind of partly what you're known for. If I see you on the street, I can't say, hey, Odell, go get me a touchdown. No, but I can say, hey, Odell, break a, you know, break out a, bust a move for me. Break out a dance real quick. You know, give me something that we see you do on Sundays live on national television. So if you want to show right. off for your fans and then get pissed off when people want to see you dance, that's your own damn fault. Now, that's my yeah. opinion. I want your gentleman's opinion as well, because reading through some of the comments on his Twitter feed and everything like that, you know, you got people that are that pretty much say the same thing as I do, and then you got people, and and you know, people all over the world want to turn it into a race thing, and there's, I mean, man, there's there's people on here bitching, saying white people just don't understand what he's saying, and then you've got, I mean, dude, it's just comments are all over the place on this, so. I want your guys' opinion on this. Big T, I'm going to let you steal the moment for a second, and then in Farmer, I'm going to push the button because I know I'm going to get it. <laughs> well, I, I can agree with you that, he's, he, you know, people want to say it's a race thing. I think I, I could put it like this. I feel like some people, especially younger, the younger generation of like an Odell Beckham, that the spotlight on you, and that's you don't know how to act. 
and I and I just that's how I feel like about him about that. He's he's everything he do he got to be the showcase of it. He got to be known, his face is everywhere and things like that. And I feel like that's why he's saying it. And he feels like it's everybody's fault but he is. And um and that's how I just feel like if you're a star and you're not, you know, don't show yourself that people can talk about you. As a African-American man, <clears throat> that's how people feel that, all right, if you um, just show yourself with dignity and respect who you are, and that's how I feel like he, 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 I could say he, he, he don't have, he, he doesn't have a point because of he he shows himself as an ass sometimes, and I I don't feel like he doesn't have a point. He just he he, he need to grow up. That's how I feel about. It. All right, well I appreciate it for I appreciate it, Big T Farmer. I got to do it for you. Here you go, buddy. I have the balls to say things that nobody else has the balls to say. Hey, Odell. My name's Farmer from your morning cup of sports. You know, I'm known. People don't come up to me because I act like a normal human being. Now, if you want to run your mouth and and act like a a 12-year-old out there in public doing whatever Odell Beckham does, yes, your fans and or people in general will walk up to you and want you to do what they used to see in on YouTube or on ESPN or on wherever else your flamboyant blonde hair can do. Now, Odell, here's a little 101 from the farmer to you. Now, if you act like a class act, if you act like a Jerry right okay if you act with some class people aren't going to go up to you and say hey yo odell can i get a one-handed grab you know or hey odell can i see you uh, on the boat sucking off on eli manning hey yo odell (laughs) can i see you posing on a boat odell can, can i see you moonwalking or doing your Quasi-icky shuffle. No. Now, if you act like a legend, if you act like a Jerry Rice or, you know, a Michael Irving or a Chris Carter or a uh, any other reputable wide receiver who didn't do those antics, who tr- who who held themselves on a higher standard, well, then maybe you wouldn't feel like a freaking animal cracker in the zoo. Oh, wait. They're no longer caged in, so I can't use that analogy. Fucking lions are all over the place eating zebras. So, Odell, get the pacifier out. Get the tampon out of your dick. You created this mess. You created what people want from you. Now, 
can you undo what you've done? Nah, you already got it, uh, a persona about you. You can't change that, bro. Have fun playing gazelle and lions because, remember, the lion always wins and the gazelle always loses. There you go, B. But did you say Michael <laughs> Irvin? Michael Irvin, yeah. You really believe that? At times, My- Michael Irvin was. <laughs> well, All right, uh, so. I could, put him, I could put him in the Odell category. Uh, oh, do yeah, you? Yeah, you, you kind of can. You kind of can, though. You know, it's no All different right. than, like, it's no different than, like, T.O. I mean, you can kind yeah. of put T.O. right there in that same category. But at the same time, T.O. T.O. and Michael Irvin, they had a whole different way of going about things. Um, first of all, I want to throw out there um, a good buddy of mine, you know, I haven't talked to in a while. I joined, I, I actually served with him in the military, so, you know, it was an honor to serve next to him. But uh, he's a Dallas fan, and he might be listening right now. If he is, Dallas sucks. Um, but anyway, with that being said, uh, Michael Irving and T.O. had a way of doing things that was, yes, they were disrespectful at times. Yes, they were dicks. But at, when it all came down to it, they weren't as bad as Odell Beckham Jr. So True. when you put yourself on camera like that and you act like a fool, don't, get, don't, don't cry about it on social media. Like you said, Farmer, and like you said, Big T, you all agree with me. Don't get upset when that's what the fans know and that's what the fans want to see. So, Very true. we all know – oh, go ahead, BT, sorry. No, you, you do. I just said very true about Odell. Well, how many years would you guys say Tom Brady has left in the league? If they keep helping him out and they keep uh, kissing his ass, rubbing his hair, giving him pedicures, uh, loving Tom Brady, he still probably got five more years. Ooh, big T. You know, I want to say, B, it is odd for a uh, Redskins fan to say anything good about a New York Giants fan. So I wasn't expecting anything good from Big T on on uh, on Odell Beckham. So it, it, you know, and and then of course, you know, I bring up Michael Irving and freaking Big T. You saw his blood pressure just rise. He's like, fuck Dallas, fuck Dallas, fuck Dallas. So you know, um, you know, Tom Brady. I give him. May, well, in the league or with the New England Patriots? Well, with him being in the – I mean, he's been in the league for 18 – this is 18 years. Okay, That's, he came in the league 2000, and uh, I, I, he's 41 years old, man. Uh-huh. You know, so I don't so are, are you asking in the league – League it, or it, you asking? Well, I think playing with the Patriots. I think asking for. I I say with the Patriots would would kind of. I don't see him going anywhere, man. I see him being one of the guys that's actually going to retire with his team. I don't see him going anywhere. Okay, he's forty-one years old. 
there's there's only two reasons why this guy's still playing football. Okay, I'm gonna be let let's be dead ass serious right now. There is only two reasons why this guy is still playing football right now. B, you need to hit the button on this. You need to hit the button. I I can I can hit the button. Yeah, you need to hit the button on this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. Give me just a second. I, I was actually uh, working on pulling something up this week. I have the balls <laughs> to say things that nobody else has the balls to say. All right. So there are only two reasons why I believe Tom Brady is still in the NFL. Okay? Let's break it down. Tom Brady's been in the league for 18 years. Well, this is his 18th year. He's been... He's he's been caught cheating. He's won many many games. He's won Super Bowls. He's been caught cheating. I, I can't even say that enough because I lost track of how many times he's been caught cheating. But when it boils down to it, there's two reasons why Tom Brady is still in the NFL. One, because his wife makes more money. He, his wife's richer than he is. Okay, and. When it comes down to it, outside of the football field, Tom Brady's sitting at home being her little bitch. Okay, I'm sure he waits on her hand and foot. When it, he's gonna be when he leaves football, he's gonna be nobody. All right. Now let's look at the most obvious thing of all, and why Tom Brady still plays in the NFL. Okay, yeah, he's still got it. He can still throw. He can still move a little bit. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, he's 41 years old. Everybody wants to compare him and Joe Montana. Who's the GOAT this? Who's the GOAT that? We already know who the GOAT is, and that's Joe Montana, but that's an opinion by based on a lot of people's perception of it. But there's one thing that Tom Brady can actually beat out Joe Montana in that will make him the oldest player of all time, and that's if he goes for the record – and trying to beat Brett Favre in years played. Oh, that's true. Hmm. All right, B. I, there, 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 there's no button press on this one. <laughs> Tom Brady is is still in the league because he knows how to read a defense. All because the certain football player plays for a coach and owner with a tarnished history, does not make him tarnished. He oh, come on. He, you're going to tell me he didn't know. He only he, he's going to ball his whole life. No. It, it was a half a pound. You, okay, can you tell the difference? I don't, I don't. My career is not no. football. Can you tell the difference? Okay, I, I'll break it down for you. When I'm at work, and for those of you who don't know, I work in a rubber extrusion factory. We're running a sheet. He plays with cotton. And we're running people. sheets now. He plays with cotton. Now, <laughs> okay. If, if that sheet is 10, 15 mil low, yeah, I'm going to know that something's off because I do that. That's my job. That's my job to know okay. that something is off about it. So I'm going to feel it. Okay? I'm going to see it. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to notice it by the weight, by the by the thickness of it, how it feels, everything about it. That's my job to know that. And I've only been doing this for a little 
for about two and a half years. Okay, two and a half years, and I can tell how if a sheet is under what it's supposed to be or over what it's supposed to be, and I've got a pretty good idea of that. If I can do that in two and a half years, you're going to tell me this man can't tell the difference or can't play off, oh, I didn't know we were cheating. After 18 years in the NFL, I'm sorry, we'll say 17 because we haven't started the 18th year yet. So 17 years just in the NFL. That's not Pop Warner. That's not middle school, high school, college. That's not anything other than just the 17 years in the NFL. This guy has spent his life with a football in his hand. And you're going to tell me he couldn't tell or didn't know? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I refuse to believe that Kraft and Belichick left that out of there from him and didn't tell him. I think he fucking knew, and he was playing the stupid card, trying to get out of getting in trouble. He didn't want to stand in the corner. He didn't want that whooping from Mama and Daddy. <laughs> well, B, again, we, we all are entitled to our own opinions. I believe that Tom Brady will break Brett Favre's record. I do believe that Tom Brady may have one, maybe two more years left in uh, in New England, and uh, I think he will go down as this generation. Ooh, careful, careful. I think he will go down as this generation's Joe Montana, irregardless of his flaws, irregardless. You, it, it would be like, why aren't people talking about Ben Roethlisberger right now? Why aren't we talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and they're deflated balls. Why aren't we talking about any of the other teams out there that, that spy on other people's teams? Why aren't we talking about them? Why does everything always have to be about Tom Brady? Why does everything have to be right? Exactly. We all know that every single fucking team out there cheats. We know. <laughs> why, aren't, why aren't we still talking about, about headhunting? Down in the Saints. Why, why aren't we talking about that tarnishing Girl Breeze? Why aren't we talking about that tarnishing um, anybody else? No. The only thing that people want a hypocrite or, or, or talk or run their cocksuckers about is about Tom Brady. Why? Is that because he's won five? Is that because he's close to having as many rings as the Schittsburg Steelers? I'm sorry, but Tom Brady didn't win five, okay? Two or three of those wins were won by a kicker. That wasn't Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't have to rely on a kicker to get that ring. Or Tom Brady hey, relied. Joe Montana didn't have hey, to rely on a kicker, a did he? Ring. No, he did not. All that it matters is he has one for himself. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can't say Tom Brady won it, though, because Tom Brady, yeah, he might have helped really? get the team there. Tom Brady got but him there. It, he got him to where he can kick okay. the field goal. All right, explain this one to me. Explain this one to me then. Okay. So, two teams, one team take, okay, one team's in the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl, right? By a field goal. That means he gets the uh, ring. Okay, the team won, but if it comes down to a field goal, and and if it comes down to a field goal, and the kicker misses, and they lose the Super Bowl because that kicker missed, it's automatically the kicker's fault. Why it ain't the team's fault? Because the team, if they would have scored another fucking touchdown, then they wouldn't have had to have worried about a field goal. 
All that I know is that Tom Brady has five Super Bowl rings. You can never uh, see, take him look, away look, from him. You know what we call that? You know what we call that, Big T? It's called Correct. diverting. It's called diverting. <laughs> how? You, can, you how, can't how answer that, that question. Diverting? You can't answer that, answer that question. Why is it the kicker's fault if he misses the field goal to cost the game? But I'm not a kicker. If kicker, but if the kicker makes the field goal, it's Tom Brady's. It's, okay, who's their kicker we, right now? We 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 live in a cynical world. We all know this, right? People yeah. want to put the blame on, on the easiest person. Who's the easiest? Right, but then they want to give the blame. Right, but they want to give credit. They want to give credit to the guy that didn't even do it. He got him there. He got him so that the field goal kicker could kick his job, do his job. I mean, New England Patriots win the Super Bowl. Listen, New England Patriots win the Super Bowl by a last-minute field goal, right? Tom Brady gets Mm -hmm. game ball, MVP, everything like that. But if it wasn't for that kicker learning how to kick the right way, shouldn't he be the MVP? Because he's the one that won. He's the reason they won the damn Super Bowl. Right. So why does the kicker get left out? Tom Brady gets all the credit and all the glory for something that he didn't even fucking do. Well, he did. And I'm not saying he did. I'm not. No, he didn't because he didn't get out there and kick that ball to win the Super Bowl. He might have helped get them to that point. You show me a you show me a field goal kicker that that can throw the ball like Tom Brady. You show me you show me Tom Brady that can kick the ball like a field goal kicker. (laughs) We're splitting hairs, B. We are splitting fucking hairs today. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is if Tom Brady and the New England Patriots go to the Super Bowl and that Super Bowl is won, and we've seen this, what, three times, Big T? If if the New England Patriots win because of a last-minute field goal, then why is it that the kicker – doesn't make MVP. The kicker is not the reason they won the Super Bowl. It was all Tom Brady. But if he misses that field goal and it goes wide left, wide right, hits the crossbar, whatever, they lost the Super Bowl because of that kicker. Tom Brady could have threw one more touchdown. Their defense could have stepped up and got another pick six, or they could have forced a fumble and got the ball back. Uh-huh. So, so why is so it automatically what, on the kicker, but when he makes well, it, it's not about the kicker? Well, here, let's let, let step back. <clears throat> why aren't we now blaming Russell Wilson for throwing the pick? Why is everybody blaming fucking Pete Carroll? Well, no, I agree with you completely on that. Okay, I didn't blame just okay, Pete Carroll. Well, I said the entire... See? Well, we can go <laughs> that route, though. Why are we blaming because... Why aren't we blaming well, that quarterback? Technically, it's both of their faults because Pete Carroll right. may have made that call, but Russell Wilson, so being a trained NFL quarterback, should have seen that happening. Oh, I love it! I love it when you play in my hand. See? No, it's I, the quarterback no, but, that got the kicker down there. The kicker kicks the ball and it wins. Everyone's a winner because if it wasn't but, for that game-driving drive by Tom Brady or by any other fucking quarterback, the kicker wouldn't get that opportunity to win no. the fucking game. No. See, yes. you're not even – no. Yes. It, no. You're yes. off – no. You're using a completely yes. different logic here. No, You're I'm using not. a completely different example. Yes, you are. It is a completely no, different I'm example. Not. 
sitting here saying, okay, Russell Wilson throws an interception. It's Pete Carroll's fault. It's both of their right. fault. Correct. But at the same time, so okay, so we'll, okay, we'll, go with the, we'll go with the New England loss. No, we'll go with the New England loss. Pete Carroll calls, makes the play call or the offensive coordinator. Nobody brought his ass up. But Pete Carroll right. makes the call. Russell Wilson does not scan the field, throws the fucking ball the wrong way instead of letting – uh, Marshawn Lynch run it in. They throw the ball. They intercept. They lose the game. Boom. Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, both at fault. Fine. Right. But New England's in the Super Bowl. Comes down to a field goal. They lose. They but miss the they field goal. But right. whose fault is it? It's the kickers. It's never Tom Brady's fault. Why is it not Tom Brady's fault for not scoring that touchdown? Why is it not well, uh, Bill Belichick's fault for not calling – uh, we, we, we why is it not? I'm sorry, I, I can't speak for that. We have been you're, there. You're trying to give everyone a prize. You're like, here's a prize. Here's a no. prize. Here's a prize. Here's no. your fault. Your fault. Your fault. It is Big everyone's hey. fucking fault. Big T, do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Well, Thank you. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you, now, do you see what I'm saying? Now, now I, see, I see what you're saying, too. But at the same time, like I said, I do feel I do feel like the NFL catered to Tom Brady too much. Thank you very much. Now, Big T, I do feel you see what we're both – okay, I got to do it, Farmer. I got to do it. You see where we're both coming from. Who makes the more valid point on the argument? You, the NFL catered to Tom Brady too much. I feel like a lot of a lot of, of his Super Bowls should not have happened because of rules. You can't touch him. You can't a lot of rules. You, you can't, can't touch he, any quarterback. It's just not Tom but Brady. Who, but father, who did it come from? Who, who it started came from it? New who, England. It came from <laughs> New England. <laughs> Where did the tuck rule come from, Farmer? I think that's a good rule. <laughs> that's not <laughs> <laughs> it cost the LA Raiders the Super Bowl. I don't fuck the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Big D, we ain't had a farmer like this in a while, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn it. Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> cost him, it cost him a chance to go to the NFC Championship game. Tom hey. Brady. No, it, no, not because of Tom Brady, because of the you NFL. Can't hit him. It's because of <laughs> the NFL. You can't hit any quarterback. All no, I know. RG three, all because your retarded, degenerate third chooses to run outside the pocket. It doesn't call. Hey, he is now a running back. Light that motherfucker up like Christmas, like a Christmas tree. Oh, so it was his fault. It was his fault. But uh, Michael Vick was doing the same thing. He was getting knocked out. But well, well you know, huh? are, are are we all going to be bitching here in the next few years because of the <laughs> Des Bryant rule? Hey, I'm just Come saying. On now. What is the Des Bryant rule? Oh yeah, for the uh, oh right. for the uh, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ball touching and blah 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 blah. blah. Here, here in 10 years, oh, are we going to say, oh, but, fuck Des Bryant. The, fuck the Des Bryant, Bryant rule. It is the NFL. I agree with it. It's the NFL because the, the last touchdown 
for the uh, New England and Atlanta championship uh, Super Bowl, he didn't get in. He fumbled before he get, he broke the plane. Well, in my eyes, he scored a touchdown. But it's still, that's the dead right rule right there. See exactly. So whose <laughs> fault is that? Why why aren't people blaming? Why aren't people blaming the quarterback for throwing a shitty ball? Hey, both of y'all got points. <laughs> you need a couple ladies of coffee and for gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome and thank you for listening to Farmer and B. Evans. Finally, finally getting into the mode of what your morning cup of sports <laughs> is normally, what, what it used to be about. Right, Big D? Right. <laughs> All the fuckers. <laughs> We we are like the name Big Mouth used to play for Baltimore. Shannon Sharp, there it is. We were playing. <laughs> we were just like Shannon Sharp and Keith, whatever his fucking name is. Keith Overman. No, the Shannon Sharp Kip, and some other white dude. Kip, Kip the Shannon and Kip show. This is what yeah. this this is what this felt like right there. There, B. Would, would anybody? We, we we had a lot of disagreements a couple minutes ago. <clears throat> would would we all you know, agree on this? We got to put a poll up. I'm working on it now. We got to put a poll up oh. on our Facebook page. <laughs> I don't want to see your everybody poll. Everybody go. I don't want to see your poll. Everybody <laughs> vote. Who was right in this argument? Farmer B Evans. Big T, you you kind of sided with both of us, so we can't even throw your name up there. That's not right. He, he but, is a smart parent. He's the smart parent. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he is. But Farmer B. Evans, uh, why, who was right in the debate today? Because ninety-nine point nine percent of the cocksuckers out there can't stand Tom Brady. I'm gonna lose. I already know. I am that. I am ninety-nine percent. <laughs> it, I already it, mean, it, 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 a poll that, that that's already jaded. It, yeah, it, it can't. We we really can't do it. Because, I mean, it's not going to be a bias. You can't be biased on this. But and, hey, you know, it'll I be a biased opinion. Oh, by all means. And most people, and hold, hold on, Big T. And most people would think, "Holy shit, did a 49er fan kind of stick up for Tom Brady and New England Patriots?" Yeah. Greatness knows greatness. But, but did you? But we got a big question to ask. Who is the boss oh, in New England? I think we was getting there, but we had to stop. Who is the boss? You said he would <laughs> play what two to three years, and you feel like he would leave? He would go to another team uh-huh. for him? I do. In no. two years, Tom Brady will not be in New England. But who's the boss? Belichick or Brady? Who's going to be gone first? I feel like Brady, the boss around there, wherever he won't goes because a lot of rules. Yeah, I think I think Belichick leaves before Tom gone. Brady. Yeah, it's not a lot of right. again. Yeah. So, yeah. Gentlemen, before we get off here, it's cold. <clears throat> it's it's fucked up, but I can't help but find the humor in this. Anybody know? Okay, do you guys know about the recent events that had happened with Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. Yeah. Getting dropped off on the side of the road. Deuces. Like, 
They couldn't even give his ass a ride back to the to the stadium. Nope. Nothing. They you said, on, "Get the fuck out!" Oh my you god, go dude. This was. I want. I meant to bring it up earlier, but I I just. Penny man, Lover. me and Big T got here, to talk. Here, here. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. I, I'm gonna talk Fine. to you, Teddy. This is Farmer Doc. <laughs> Teddy, why'd you have to do it while you're on the bus, bro? There, there, there. You use them, not your noggin. No, not no. That wasn't his doing, though. The the the, the well, team traded his ass. Here, here they we go up. again. It's his agent's fault. They, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, the Jets traded his ass to they. The Jets traded him down to uh St. Louis or not St. Louis, but uh New Orleans, and for they ended up getting their third round, uh, one of the third round picks. And they just like That's right after the deal was complete. I know. And right after the deal's complete, they just pull over and like, all right, get the fuck out. Like, I hope <laughs> you got your Ferraris on, bro. I hope you're not wearing your Tar Heel shoes because you're gonna stick right here. Hopefully, you got got your Ferraris going on. All right. Hopefully, you got your Ferraris. But if nobody didn't think, know this, he didn't want to go to the Jets in the first place. He didn't no. want to get. Uh, yeah, he didn't want to go in the first. Well, no. So he should no, he didn't. But, but either way, that's still hey, like that. Just shows you right there. The NFL gives no fucks whatsoever nope. about anybody. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Hey, B. Man, brother, it's way too late for this shit. <laughs> Man, I couldn't agree more. I want to thank Big Big T for coming on, and holding it down for the first half hour of the show. I appreciate you. I came in like a fucking wrecking ball, like I normally do. And uh, you got to check out Big T on Extreme Sports, Extreme Sports Radio, on all the social media platforms. We we don't have the time to say them all, Big T. I'm sorry. But, yeah, again, I want to thank you, and I want to thank our fans and our listeners. Please type love, write love letters to me about my, my love for Tom Brady. I'm waiting for it. It's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but I want to thank you and everyone else for tuning in to your morning cup of sports here on Radio AFS, where Big where uh, Big T, not Big T, where uh, B. Evans and Farmer sounded like Shanahan and Skip. Tune in, hopefully on Monday. And uh, <laughs> here is, and it is way, way too late for this shit, and early for this shit today. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Have a very safe and sober. Labor Day weekend. Here's your Radio AFS folks. Boop.